Hey, they're like, it's the Cody show. Right. Monster, mo- what is, what's the monster show thing? Like, it's like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Cody and Matt. Bullshitting again. As With always. That fucking little Asian guy in the back <laughs> named David. <laughs> love David. I love David. Yeah, I love so that's, you, David. So it goes into this, and then it kind of. Hey, right. hey, 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 hey. Just fist pumping like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. This comes on. Is this cool? I like that little And song, then here we man. go. I've had some good energy. Dude, I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. How? <laughs> Who's that? Just a random video he found. I love it. I got keeps some talking. banana bread at work today. Or what did he say? He keeps talking. Hold on. Fucking skunks, dude. Hell no. Scratching your eye, but it's still fucking itchy, dude. Hell no. The fucking cops, <laughs> dude. Hell no. Like getting paid not a lot of money, dude. For fucking working. Hell no. Fuck banana bread. I'm fucking working. <laughs> banana bread at work, man. That's great. Some man. people get pumped. Dude, that pumps me up. So that's the song, man. Rule the world after that one. It's pretty cool. It's a good song. Yeah. But um Yeah, dude. It's pretty like nice it. to talking in this microphone. I could just sit here and we should have all of our conversations just here with no camera on. Right. Just talk like this. Yeah. Then when you come over, we don't talk. Anywhere else than here. Yeah. I'd be like, I need to talk to you. Be like, let's go in the podcast room. <laughs> Camera's <laughs> off. Dang. It always sounds like everything you're saying is like going to be some important viral snitch snippet online or something. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, when I when I put the uh, the videos together, yeah, you know, and saw them like together, like when I was editing, I was like, oh wow, yeah, what I say matters. <laughs> <laughs> but not it really. It does, man. So, um, what we just did a twenty-five great? mile hike. Twenty-five mile hike, man. Yeah, and got disrespected the whole time. The whole time by well, runners. In the beginning, we felt like we were doing something. Yeah. Till we ran into people. Right. Yeah. You know what's funny? For the first time ever, <laughs> the bikers were a little nicer than the hikers. And the runners, yeah. right? Especially those mount the mountain bikers, yeah. the ones that look like they just mountain bike. They didn't do any road biking, maybe. Right. Those guys were nice, man. Yeah, they were nice. Very beginning, it's like and a they, bunch of. They look like they were having fun instead of so serious, man. Right. They weren't like counting time and miles and watch watch counting the whole session. Do you think that kid died later that day? That kid that came down real fast. And we looked up at the last second to move out of the way. I think he was on the verge of dying the whole time, but yeah. I think he, he I think he lived. Dude, that was like that scared me so much. Not him coming at us, but like when he, he passed us, I saw the bike go Ooh. He was scared. A couple times. I was like, that's, that's too so much. much. It's too much. Yeah, I mean I guess to do that for hours and hours, it it must be exhilarating, but also, I mean, he must feel more alive than anything. Obviously, that's right. why he does it. But well, you're closest to death. Any little slip, like that dirt is so loose. Yeah. I mean, we fell walking like multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I don't see. Yeah. This kid is going 50 miles per hour down a trail that's like size of two cell phones. Right. With like either side being a drop off. I don't understand, man. It's crazy. I don't either. That guy, that guy was legit, though, man. Well, yeah, he was legit, but man, I mean, it's only—it's like anybody who owns a motorcycle, you know. It's like eventually, you're going to get hit, you're going to have some type of fall. Yeah, something's going to happen. He's—he, I'm sure he's fallen already. Yeah, just not bad enough where he's got like a life choice, you know. Yeah, to go back or right. Just move on to some other, like, you know, go trampoline jumping or <laughs> something a little less. Something still exhilarating, but not. Right. Not like I'm going to die on every turn. 
Yeah. We also saw that Kurt Cobain kid out on the trail. That I've never. I mean, it. I swear, if <laughs> Kurt Cobain hadn't passed away, I would have thought that was Kurt Cobain as a yeah. as like a seventeen or eighteen year old kid. Oh, for sure, walking around the trails. For what reason? I don't know. I don't know. And we found him in like the thick of it, <sighs> high up on the mountain. Yeah, and he was just blue haired, blue shoes. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, or maybe maybe gray hiking shoes. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't see the shoes. The hair yeah. was kind of like bluish, but it also had other colors in it too. Yeah, kind of like Takashi Six Nine, but color wise, but style wise, more Kurt Cobain. Yeah, it was. But he, I get worried about people. If someone looks like Kurt Cobain out on the trail, my first thought is like, what are they about to do? Like, yeah, not in. I don't mean that disrespectful. At all. Mm. I just mean like. When you think about that, you see that and you're like, man, what's that kid doing out here? He's high up on the mountain. He's probably two or three miles away from the parking lot. So he's been hiking for a oh, while. Yeah. And he's out there. I said hi to him. He didn't say a word to me. Oh, he didn't? No. Okay. He he kind of turned his head even more. Uh, so he's I barely like, saw his face. Got it. He had that very antisocial. Social club look. No, just antisocial. Just the antisocial. The antisocial club, like total. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. Especially guys like us who looked kind of upbeat and happy to be out there. Yeah, we were just laughing. Yeah, he wasn't out there for that. No, out there for but there was else. a few guys that we passed like that. You know, in that area, it was just like kind of like younger guys by themselves. You know, going through this like wooded area. Behind, you know, the mountains. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. It is. Find strange people out there, man. I always think, yeah, I'm kind of similar to what you were thinking. Like, you know, why are they out there? But like, I always think like, what are they dealing with to get them out here? Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Not, and But like, yeah, I didn't think of like what they're going to do while they're on the trail. Like, are they trying to find a place to die? You know, kind of like Suicide Mountain in Japan? Yeah. Yeah. I'd never heard about that until that Matthew McConaughey movie. Really? It, you saw that, right? I didn't. Yeah, he... Um, so the premise of that, I forgot what it's called, but it's like um, his wife it died of cancer. And he was a philosophy professor. And he had slept with one of his students. And it was the only slip up, the only thing he ever did his entire marriage. It just so happened that right after that, she got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And so while she's dying, he like she's still bringing that up. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, sh- I know I shouldn't have done it. You know, like, I know that's not going to change anything, but I'm sorry. And she just, you know, kept bringing it up. And so she dies. And then he goes to Japan to this suicide mountain where people literally go on a hike to find the place in the woods where they want to die. And it's a real place. Yeah. It's the I've same. The place it's the same place where Logan Paul uh, filmed a dead body, and he had all that. Remember when he kind of like? I didn't got, know. That. I don't know any of that. Yeah. So that's like when I he went out there to find a dead body. That was his whole reason for going there. Yeah. Just to see if he could see somebody who was dead. Yeah. And he was vlogging back then. Like that was his thing. He was doing vlogs every day, following Logan Paul. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I wasn't into it, but like. I, I got in, like, I realized what he was doing when that came out, yeah, that he had filmed crazy. a dead body. But he was laughing about it. Because, you know, that kid, you know, those kids were just kind of, it's kind of like they were just doing everything for, like, reaction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like most people on the internet, it's like, yeah. how can we get a reaction? Let's do this and then. Yeah, get more followers, yeah. maybe make more money. But that's that's a disrespectful way to to get but a reaction is. Yeah, when you're finding somebody's dead body who died because they didn't want to live anymore, I don't know. That's a, yeah, I mean, that's just someone that up. has no understanding of like real depression or yeah. life experiences. Yeah, dude. Who? I mean, dude, to go walk into a forest and kill yourself, you got to be going through something, man. Yeah. But whatever. And man. for it to be a like a legit place where a lot of people do it. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, man. But there's some beauty to it. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a place where you go. I mean, I I think 
as far as suicide goes, not to get too heavy in the <laughs> right. subject, but like as far as suicide goes, it's like it's kind of nice knowing like, hey, there's a place where if this is what you're going to do, you go do it. And it's like away from everybody else. And it's you, no one's there to see you. And you're just kind of like doing it. You're like, I don't it's your life. So it's like you want to end it. It's your right to want to end your life in my eyes. Anyways, yeah. if you want to. Um, consequence wise, that's up, you know, up to your, what, like, maybe your, your spiritual views and that, but at least there's a place to go. You're not just doing it in like your bedroom or jumping off a bridge where someone might find you. It's like someone, you know, I don't know. It's a, a little more respectful of a way. Yeah. Yeah. Something. There's something to it. Something beautiful about it. Yeah. Even though you're killing yourself. I mean. Right. It's sad, dude. It's sad, man. Crazy. But I don't, I don't look down on those people. No, I think a lot of people with suicide, they get like angry at the people, and they, and I, and I get that, right? But yeah, it's like, hey, man, that person was going through so much that they didn't want to be around anymore. I mean, I don't know. yeah, they were going through so much to where they thought this was the best option to get rid of like the pain or anxiety or stress that they were dealing with. Yeah, maybe they felt like they were a burden towards other people. Whatever it was, it's like. It's not about you, man. Yeah. I know it's you're now missing them, but they were hurt. They felt bad. Like that's crazy, man. Yeah. To go how do people is there a way people do people hang themselves or what are they doing? Is there like a kind of suicide people do in that forest? I'm not quite sure. People do it's like random ways. I know? think it's random. It could I don't know, but it could be a uh it's a like certain hanging way. only. Hanging only. Hanging only or Yeah gun or i always thought hanging was the scariest yeah i never trusted myself to to suffocate or it would it's got a thicker me. neck you know what i mean like i'm like yeah you might just hang there and yeah. <laughs> kind of be uncomfortable but somebody walks in walks in the room go and away you're like hey man i know i look <laughs> stupid you're like are you hanging yourself you're like i've been here for an hour and a half can you help me? Can do you want to get me down? Like I'm gonna try another way, like next week. Yeah, that would be <laughs> insane. I've always been scared, like that I'm gonna walk into a room and find somebody hanging. Like mm. it, seeing somebody, like still alive or recently died from hanging. I think that would be that would stay with. You. Not that any suicide wouldn't, but that would stay in my head forever. I don't know. Just the hanging and their look on their. I don't know. Well, I mean, dude, it's, it's a frightening thing to me to walk into somebody. That's like that. Even though the body's dead and they're they're gone, it's still just like that person that maybe, especially if it's someone you love or care oh, yeah. for, and they're just hanging up there. It's a it's a grim thought for me to think of that. When I hear of those situations where like, um, people were like live streaming their suicide, like kid, like teenagers, people do that now. Yeah. Oh my God. Man, yeah. That's sad, like bro. teenagers will do that, and then their parents will <sighs> bust down the door. You know, to come into the room and just find the the kid hanging, or but they to save them, or they were already gone. They're already gone. Damn. Yeah, and then you just walk into the you know the kid's room and you look in the closet and they're hanging in the closet. Like as a parent, that's like that's like the worst case scenario. To me, it's other like, than that's you know. where it's like, hey, that's where I get where people get angry at the person that does it. That's yeah. where I do get it because it's like. You chose to do this in the house so I could walk in and see you almost to be like, look, mom, look, dad, look, brother. Yeah. Look what I did. At some point, suicide does become a very selfish act. Yeah. And it's sad that you get there. You know, it's like trying to get attention that way. It's like, dude, you know, during that attention, you're dying. But that's sad to think that someone needs to leave Earth to get attention like that's again that comes back to like it's the per like that person thinks they're not getting enough affection attention whatever right. you want to call it that they're going to leave their body mm -hmm. <laughs> to get the attention from that person they weren't getting it from yeah that they think they needed right yeah if, if that's it's, the reason it, if yeah, that maybe yeah, it's something else right. maybe it's something maybe it's just they're you know some other sometimes people do it because of one little thing where it's like yo you could have fixed that and right they just you know couldn't find a way out of that thought process of 
I lost my job. Ah, life's yeah. over. Well, it's not. You can find another job or do something else. But right. people get stuck in that that cycle of no, no, that was all I had, and now I'm now life's over. Right. That's, that's sad. That's and, I'm yeah. super fascinated with that because it's like for the longest time, you know, I've I've coached wrestling, I've coached MMA, I've trained, you know. Yeah. And it's like you're you're teaching someone how to uh, learn what their body can do. You know, because like a lot of people don't know what their body's capable of doing because they've never been coached or trained a certain way. Sure. Um, but then you teach them and you see that they, oh, okay, I can do this now. Like there's a new way of moving, you know, that you've taught me and I can, you know, got more confidence in myself. Teaching someone a new way of thinking or not even teaching them, but like helping them get to a place where they they can find a new way of thinking you know, seems to be, to me, like, the next step as a trainer. I mean, I mean, I'm, I guess, I guess, um, I mean, it's not training, but it's, you know. I know. You're training someone how to, like, it's not physical training, yeah. but it's training some someone on how to, like, think or how to yeah. feel. or Because, you know, you, you hear a lot of people, like, you know, they're very active, you know, they, they work out and stuff and then they still commit suicide. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, that they were doing so much with their body trying to, you know, help their, their conscience, their conscious or their, their psychology create a new narrative of hope and positivity, but it, it just didn't work. Yeah. And it's like sometimes, cause you know, people tell you, Hey, work out more. You'll feel better. You'll, you know, be more positive. And then sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it's just like... Where it works for us a couple hours. Right. And then you come back down. I mean, it's like any drug. Like, right. feel great for a certain amount of time, and then it comes down, and then you're back to that low... Yeah. Either feeling normal, or if you're depressed or whatever, then you're feeling low again, and then you're like... Then you're overdoing it, maybe. Yeah. To try to compensate for those lows. like Right. Like exercising all day kind of thing. Like, right. Like, hey, man... Yeah, and it, and it ease up. Yeah, it just look, just looks like. And I think Courtney and I were talking about this the other day on the podcast. It's like it seems as if all like training is a hundred percent mental. You know, I mean, yeah, you can move your body, but if you don't want to, you're not going to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like it's like I don't know, man. It's just like. I know psychologists have been trying to like help people with depression and stuff like that, and you know, at a certain at a certain age, it's like the body's going to break down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not going to be able to work out like you want to. I mean, I could, you that know, my, my back, yeah, that adds to the depression when you can't do that, especially if you love it, right? Or if you've been using it for, like, marathon runners, you know, they they use it. And then they end up, they can't run because their knee's jacked up. And then it's like, oh, now I can't run. So they go back to that depressed state again or that state of what now can I put in place of that to cover up the, what I'm feeling. Right. So, yeah, you got to, yeah. that's why it's like, you got to have more than one thing. Right. You, know? it's you can't be. just be a physical act where you're, that's keeping your mind at ease. Yeah. Well, that's where meditation's great because. You don't need, you can be any, you can be legless and armless and still meditate. Yeah. You can do it anywhere. You can do it in a crowded room. You can find the quietest room. You can do it on an airplane. You can do it in the bathroom. You can pick a place, you can meditate. So it's, and you don't need any tools for it. Yeah. Like it's, that's the beauty of it. And that's why it's like, you can do it until you're dead. Right. There's no limitations. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe if you get really bad migraines all the time. But even that, maybe some, maybe some bit of just being still and relaxing and just kind of being in your thoughts for a minute, maybe that'll help that too. But I've rarely seen it where you're like, yeah, that, it's like running. Get into running and you'll feel better. Yeah, but what happens when you get injured and you've loved it for years and years and now you can't do it? You're going to feel depressed and shitty and yeah left out and all those things you feel meditation you, you're never going to feel left out you're never right. going to feel like i'm not capable of it you can always do it yeah that's so that's where it's like yeah the physical part's great but 
there's other the brain part yeah is more important because you can always try to help that and it's always going to you're always going to find something else from that brain trying to make your brain healthier that's going to help you with life and help you with the physical help you get yeah. over the the depression help you whatever it is man. yeah it's cool man. yeah i just yeah it's just i've been thinking about that it's like it you know now i'm at that age where you know i'm not getting younger at all i'm not getting stronger you know yeah I'm not going to be quicker. You know, my reflexes are going to slowly deteriorate, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, all my activities now are, are pretty much for fun. You know what I mean? Fun and, uh, and, you know, just enjoying my body and taking care of it, you know. Um, but I am going to slowly be get more limited and more limited, you know. And it's like, if the body's going to get limited... It's like the the mind is limitless, yeah. right? It's like train the mind a little bit more, you know, start focusing on your mind. And obviously we do with meditation and, yeah. you know, prayer and stuff. But um, it, it seems like at this point in my life, that's not the focus, but like that's what I need to implement and just be aware of. Yeah. You know, and even, even with my- behind the mind- yeah. Like the mind and the body, I think we're so attached to in our life. It's even going further, like your soul, right? Like, right, or like yeah. who you really are behind your mind and your body. Yeah, because at some point, your mind and your body are both going to be gone, and then then what do you have? So, getting to know like what's behind that, exactly, which is even a deeper. Like, I know that's maybe for another subject, but no, it's that, like that is the subject, yeah, dude. That that's even. That's the real thing. It's like, oh man, there's more more to me than this mind and this body that I've identified with my entire life, you know? Right. So yeah, that that can be cool too. Yeah. Just going a little deeper. Yeah, but like it's it's so fun to think about. Like it's fun to think about for me because it's like I didn't realize the different um I guess I don't know, I wouldn't say evolutionary steps, but like the different, um, not levels, but portions of your life that, that you grow into. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I had an understanding of my spiritual life when I was younger, but it's nowhere near my understanding of what it is now. Yeah. Just through life experience, you know? Yeah. And it's like you can grow in that, in your spiritual walk way more than your physical, you know, because it's like we were talking about, you know, your physical limitations are going to just keep adding up. Yeah. But that, in turn, can improve your spiritual life. True. Right? Because, I mean, it's part of reality, and you're accepting things that you can't control, which is something that's very hard to do when you're younger. Yeah. And limits you in relationships... You know, but yeah. as you're older, you know, if you can begin to accept those things, I'm and that, which is what I'm trying to do, you know, yeah. But we're also, like you said, just finding things that are easier for you to do that you can maintain that still because the whole cool thing about being a human being is like live the, the living experience, right? Yeah. Like, turn that mic a little bit to yeah. pivot it. Yeah, there you go. You're not like, you know, you're not just in your head all the time like you can move your body around that's awesome like yeah so being able to not do that it sucks so there's always something i feel like every you know we a lot of us grow up playing especially people that play sports we grow up playing these hardcore things where you need to like grab people throw people hit people run into things like you need to go all out and in the meantime you're abusing your body too but then you get older and those things, your body starts to break down a little bit. But there's so many other activities you can still do using your living body to, you know, to get pleasure out of that experience. Yeah. Because moving around is, is the best thing ever. Yeah. Like nothing's worse than just sitting around. Like sitting feels good when you've been moving a lot. But if you can't, don't move a lot and you just sit all the time, it's depressing, man. Like yeah. there's a reason why we have our body. Like, 
move around and live your life. But when you can't because you're broken down, it sucks, man. Yeah. So finding those things, like you see old people playing certain sports, like right. badminton or... Um, tai Chi. You see Tai Chi or just... I mean, not not that badminton's like was. I think badminton's a hard sport, but like you can play it a little easier. You're right. you know you're usually on grass or you know or on a little court, and you just can like you don't have to go hardcore ping pong. Like mm-hmm. there's things you can still do that are fun, mm-hmm. and you're using your body, but they're not so abusive. Right. So that's badass to find those things and 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 try to get better at them. You know? Yeah, that is true. I had a when I was coaching wrestling we had an assistant come on. He was only an assistant because he was 70. But he had, he had been a, or maybe in his 60, but he had, he had been the head wrestling coach for Buffalo University, okay. University of Buffalo, All right. for years. Um, and so, I mean, just the, the wealth of knowledge of, of wrestling and competition, coaching that he had was just awesome to, to have around. Yeah. And he just wanted to help out. And, um, but he was like, man, I've, you know, knee surgeries, all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's just a gnarled up, you know, old time wrestler who would just wrestle with, you know, his, you know, his, his college kids for years and years. Cause that's what you do as a coach. Yeah. You know, that's in wrestling, you wrestle your, your athletes. Um, (laughs) but like other sports, like when does the coach ever play basketball with the basketball team? True. You know? When does Bill Belichick ever get out on the field with the players? I don't know. You know? So that happens, and you can only do that for so long until your body just deteriorates. Yeah. You know? But wrestlers will push that, you know, because they want to give that their their kid that feel. You know, because they know, you know, what the high level, you know, the highest level is going to feel like, and they've got to give that kid that feel so that they can beat people at a lower level. You know, you always want to wrestle better people at practice than you compete against so that you that competition's easy. Yeah. That's at least that's the theory, right? Yeah. Um but he was like, man, he was like I found Tai Chi cuz I can't do much anymore and I love it. And he had so much like like uh, just what vit, vit, like what's the word for life? Like love for life. Yeah. And you could just, you know, it kind of like oozed out of him and you can feel it even at his age. Like, you know, but Tai Chi was his thing now. It's like Vision Quest, bro. Yeah. Remember when the guy, he goes to the room with the food? Oh, yeah. And the guy's doing Tai Chi? Yeah, that's right. Touches he, him. He teaches him. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And then he runs away. He he does push-ups <laughs> in the hall to feel like more manly again. Yeah. That's a, that's a great scene. So good. It's like, you might look at it and be like, oh, that's homophobic, but it's like, that's how people were back then. So it's, And it was filmed in that time. So yeah. it's like, that was real. That was just how you felt. Yeah, especially, dude. He, he might have personally, we don't know. Inside, that character might have liked it. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But he was fighting against it in it. You could see that fight against it. Like, I'm going to do push-ups and that's going right. to bring me back to like What I'm trying to I get am. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a great scene, man. It is. I you should you I should get you I need to get a copy and reread it. But it's based on a novella, like a short like 100 maybe 130 pages. It's a novel, it's a shorter than a novel kind of. Yeah. And uh it's great, dude. It's like a it's a coming of age story and it adds so much to the movie. Yeah. That the movie didn't have time to put That's in, but cool. it's like you're in Loudon Swain's head. That's yeah. you know, I feel like it's written in the first person, per, first person perspective. That's awesome. And uh, talks about getting with Larla. I forget what's her name. name? I'm so I'm not not the best with names, but she's pretty hot. She was hot and older. She but she did have that deep voice. Which I don't know. You got to think about that deep voice. That voice was the only thing, but she Turn was. Down. She was hot enough where you just didn't care, man. You yeah. Were like this girl. The whole premise of that movie is a little ridiculous, but it's great. <laughs> Dude, I connected I love those with that. 80s kind of plots where you're like, what the hell is going on right now? But it just felt right. It's so fascinating so to like hot. hear that from you. Cause like me growing up, that's the realest story I could ever watch. Yeah. A guy bumping up. To wrestle the de- defending state champion, 
you know, for honor, you know, but for it, pride. It, it wasn't that though. It was the 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 female thing. The oh female yeah, situation when, when her car broke She's down and in the house and yeah, and the dad punches out the other guy for selling the lemon and right I, that whole okay. thing. But again, it's a movie, and I understand that. But it just that, and then she comes and lives with them, and you know that whole the whole thing, and then he kind of. I don't know. She catches him smelling her underwear. Yeah. And then he kind of semi kind of like he's almost doing some, he does some pretty rapey stuff. <laughs> does he? Yeah. He like grabs her and like, Oh, that she's is like, true. Stop Loudon. And like, he like almost can't stop himself. And oh, then he yeah. does. That is right. And Cause he was like, like I thought you dog, wanted damn Loudon. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was like, I thought you wanted this. Cause she was like kind of coming on to him, yeah, and being that flirt, and he was like, "Oh well, I thought that is true. That's the ultimate thing, man. I think guys, if a woman flirts a little bit, we think sometimes, especially young young men, yeah, they just take it somewhere else in their head. Yeah, some people I've heard people say like, "Oh, that's because of porn. Like you watch porn, and then like so, then when a girl says one thing to you, you're like, "Oh, we're gonna fuck now." You know, and it's like, well, just because a girl's nice to you doesn't mean she wants to have sex with you, which is is tr- totally true. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't know if you can blame it on porn. I can mean, you? it's probably a mix. It's probably I think a mix of things. Blame it on your hormones, <clears throat> right? And also, like, maybe just self control and being able to. You have to know how to. St- there's going to be plenty of times where you want to do something that you can't do. So yeah, I mean, it's just dude, another time. When you think about it, the urge to have sex when you're going through puberty as a teenager, it's like it's all consuming. You know it's what I mean? Crazy. It's 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 crazy. I mean, the first time I jerked off, <laughs> yeah. Dude, after work, like I had this urge in me for for probably a couple years, few right. years. I don't know. I, I was maybe thirteen. I don't know the exact age. Thirteen, fourteen, maybe twelve, right. thirteen, fourteen. I'll say. And I had this urge. I didn't know what it was. So I just you live with this urge, and then all of a sudden, you're you know, you come for the first time, yeah, for yourself, and you're like, what the f-? like? It's it's scary, borderline scary. Cause you're like, what just came out of my penis? That's not urine. Yeah. So that's a little weird. Yeah. And that, but it feels so. It felt like you just released every tension in your body. Yeah. And it feels really good too. Yeah. So from that moment on, it's like you're Game a whole over. new person. Your you life are. changes after that moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. And then man. you're doing it everywhere. Everywhere, dude. I, you're finding new places. Oh. You find new places. I I don't know if I've ever told you. I mean, this is graphic, but whatever. <clears throat> Dude. I had the craziest place I ever like masturbated as a young kid, you know, right, like yeah, yeah. before the age of 16 when you're like really kind of dating girl, you know, some people earlier than that, but whatever. Right. Was I would have this little spot in the basement. We had this blue like velvet couch. Yeah. And I had this little spot in the basement where I'd go down and just watch like whatever videos I want, you know, like right. VC, VHS tapes, wh- whatever we had down there. But I also would jerk off down there because yeah. no one was, it was like a little man dungeon. cave dungeon, you yeah. know? It's dirty little <laughs> Yeah, dirt, of course. Know? Like Those old basements. We, we lived in a nice pl- place, but it mm-hmm. was just like nothing down there, nothing on the wall. It was just like a shitty entertainment center, a TV, and this blue kind of like... Majestic the, couch. The couch was, it kind of had this... uh not velvety feel, but something like that, you know? Yeah. And yeah, man, I would turn away from the TV and I would have sex. I guess you don't call it masturbation. I was having sex with the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the corner of the couch between the pillow you put your back on and right. the pillow you sit on. So like the crevice. Where you yeah, like, you were just like turn sideways. Turn and I would have sex with that and then I would... I don't know, come on my stomach or whatever. I would right. turn. Um, I'd pull out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, but like those moments, 
Even though they're just, I think back at them, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing, dude? Like, you don't know. This is so, but I couldn't control it. It was like, yeah. I, that, and when people, when women definitely don't understand it, but no. like just hearing that, they should understand, even though it's graphic, it's like, dude, I just, I couldn't control it. I was having sex with a couch. <laughs> and I felt shame from it, yeah. but I also was like, fuck it. Because it was that much of a, it was like I had to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. There's, there was no other option. Yeah. So, and luckily I was able to learn how to curb those feelings. Obviously, you get older and you right. learn like self-control. Yeah, you didn't but develop those, a fetish of couches. Before you really start getting into dating. Now I know some guys are like, I dated a girl when I was fucking 12 or 13 right. and do I was have hooking up with girls. That's fine. Yeah. I, 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 I liked girls and things, but I didn't like have physical physical i don't know i wasn't getting making out and right you know going to second and third base until i was later till i was like 16 and 17 mm-hmm. but leading up to that i was doing all these weird self <laughs> self things self-control self I, but i was learning self-control throughout it because then you know once you start dating if you don't have self-control you're gonna be a lot of trouble or nobody's gonna want to date you or you're gonna be known as the town piece of shit or whatever it is right. you know but man some of those moments you look back at them with a, you look back a little bit disgusted with what you did but you also know you kind of couldn't help it yeah i was talking to courtney the other day about like i've had <laughs> i've had moments in my life where i do things and i don't even know who that person was you know what i mean i'm just like <clears throat> like i can think back and like what was i thinking in that moment oh i was thinking this this i was like there was too much going on in my brain to even make a uh, like a logical decision on what I on what I should have should do. What's the best thing in this moment? It's just like uh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You, you can't even figure it out. Yeah, I I think about that a lot because like um, you know, in 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 church, you know, it's it's looked down upon. You know, sex is demonized in such a a weird way. You know, and it's like. You tell someone to not to not act out at all on the most natural thing that you could do at this point in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've just gone through puberty and you're it's at you're out of control, but don't do anything. Yeah. Like you know even masturbation is like one of those things like nope. Oh. You can't do that either. How do you even survive? It's hard to even say. It's still hard sometimes to say the word. Right. Because you feel like, you know, you're saying something wrong. Yeah. Which to some people it is wrong. Right. Whatever. I respect that. That yeah. if, if you think that, that's fine. But I mean, it's still, it's, to me, it's just, yeah, there's, you learn self-control through that though, man. I yep. think forget the religion thing as far as like why you should or shouldn't do it. It's just learning what the right times are to do it and yeah. not to. And, you know, you're also just learning about your body, I guess, too. So. Yeah. I mean, I, rem- I remember buddies in, <clears throat> buddies in high school and college, you know, and they're like, man, I just got to go sleep with somebody. I'm just like, <laughs> why don't you just whack off? And yeah, you feel, you know, you get that out of your head and you're like, nah, nah, got to go, got to go. <laughs> Gotta it's go not a good them. way to be before I'm like, you go have sex with someone. Is I gotta, I gotta have, go have sex with somebody, somebody, something, whatever is willing for that person. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a fucking. What's tough, gonna happen there? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be some rapey <laughs> vibes all night for sure. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like uh, you know, it's a, there's a lot of people that that go through that, and it's like, it's like, man, you know, it's like masturbation has a has a part. Of the whole sexual life, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to always feel guilt. Yeah, like, I always feel guilt, even to this day. I'm 40 years old. I still feel guilty afterwards. Yeah, but like not guilt. Like it's just quick guilt. It's like yeah. It's like man. <laughs> it's like you kind of gave in to yourself, right? But you're also like having sex with yourself, you know? So right. in a way, so yeah. it's kind of you. I get it. You're like oh, this is kind of weird. I'm doing this to myself. Because you're taught like you have sex with another person. Right. 
as a man, you grow up, you're like, have sex with a woman and you're doing it because you love her or you're doing it to have a child. Yeah. Not just, you know, for your own pleasure just to get off, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's like you don't want to just continually use someone as a sex rag. Yeah. So you you just do it to yourself. Yeah. It's like respectful. It's always weird. I think it's funny when women get upset with you. Right. When you masturbate. That yeah. subject to me is hilarious. Right. Really? You like when a woman's like, oh, you're going to do that? I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you should do it too. Like, right. there's times, like, I get it. It's a little weird if you're like doing it in bed next to her when she's like, <laughs> she's reading like the notebook and you're like just masturbating. Yeah, just, like, that's fucking, <laughs> that's, a book. that's strange. That I get if she's like, what are you doing? Right. But like, if a girl walks in on you and you're masturbating, like, it's embarrassing. Because it just is, no matter what. Yeah. But it should just be like, oh, like it should be funny and or like should be applauded, man. It's yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you're that. horny? Well, let me help you out. That or just like, hey, man, enjoy and close the door and go back to whatever you were doing. Yeah. Women love to take don't it personal. Don't give me a though. shit for it. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't want to sleep with me? You haven't come on to me in three weeks. <laughs> Well, uh, we you have not complained about years. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what is going on here? For me, it's always funny because like when men masturbate, especially in sh- movies or, or shows, or you just think like what, in real life. Yeah. It's always kind of this dirty little like <laughs> like uh, when women, it's like candles are everywhere. Yeah. She's just finished reading. Uh, you know, there's some nice she's got a glass spa of wine. music. Yeah, she's got wine on. The tub looks amazing. And she's like, with guys, hmm, it's like what fucking I do? rings in the tub. The sheets are disgusting. There's right. like got it's a magazine beer he's cans like on the flipping flip. through. Yeah, it's just like such a different scene. And and it's kind of like it's true, true. kind of. <laughs> yeah, like I've never lit I'm, candles I'm, yeah. to masturbate. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like women masturbating, it seems like such a beautiful moment. Like right. I'd walk in and I'd almost feel like I'd literally you know just close the door quietly so right. it didn't make a noise and just tiptoe away. Like she's she's learning more about herself. Totally. With a woman's like, I'm this is my personal. And with men, it's like, you fucking pig piece of shit. It's like, <laughs> damn, dude, how is this so lopsided? Yeah. But it just it makes sense. Right. But it's still fucked up that it's looked at. Yeah. so differently when it's technically the same thing yeah absolutely different instrument same thing yeah and you you know what would you rather have somebody whoring around like like whoring around not just like sleeping with people that you date yeah, but like whoring, whoring around like legit whoring whoring legit whoring like yeah. in the process of becoming a chronic masturba- masturbator versus what you become as like Someone who just sleeps with everybody. Yeah. I feel like those are, you know, I feel like you can determine which one you'd rather be. Yeah. Well, what do you think's worse? Getting off the subject a little bit of masturbation, but what do you I want to stay on it, though. But, but we can come back to <laughs> yeah, it. We don't have to. We have to come the, back on anything. What's worse, though, a girl, like your girlfriend, whoring around with your friends or whoring around with randoms? Like prior to you? Like, which one's worse, do you think? Like, to you. Would you rather, like, the person you're with, you find out that they slept with a random person you don't know or someone you do know? Random person. You'd rather it be a random person? Me too. No, me too. Yeah. Me too. Because, because it's like the whole time they were into a friend of yours and dishonest to you. Yeah. And, and even the friend was dishonest to you. And you're only mad at one person. Right. Hopefully. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not that. Like, you want to be mad at the other person that you don't know, but. Right. You know. I wouldn't. I would. But at then this now point you have to life, end your like, friendship with. You don't have to end it, but yeah. now you have to deal with your best for your friend or best friend and your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That's, that's really tough when I hear stories like that, especially like when it's the brother. Like when a, when a woman yeah, leaves brother. her husband for his brother. Yeah. Or something like that. It's just like, dang, like, what Or like the movie The Brothers. Right, yeah. Where they thought he died. Yeah. That's different, yeah, but still. Different, but it, yeah. You're still dealing with like having to deal with two people other than just, besides just one where you're like, all right, I don't know who that guy is that you slept with and I probably hate him now, but 
I, I don't know him. I'm not close to him. I can't, I'm not like personally mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing, man. But when you think about it, like all cheating is like that one person's insecurity. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, it's which something. Person, like, which person? The, the person, person who cheated. The person who cheated. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not always that they don't love you. You know? Yeah. It's like they, I, I believe that people, people still love the person they're with, but due to biology and whatever situation they, you know, has brought them to this point, they were more susceptible to acting out. But what on, about the deceit? Oh yeah, well I mean that's kind of what hurts. It's like yeah, being sure. in a relationship where you trust a person and then they do something that you haven't discussed is okay in the relationship. Right. And then you find out that they did it, like have sex with someone else and you're like you feel like they went behind your back. Of course. You're like you're the one person I didn't think did things behind my back. Yeah. That's no. the part that gets me more than the actual sex part, the physical part gets me but right. less than the lie. Like the lie. Or For sure. Like, especially if you don't find out. If she ends up coming and tells you, like, hey, she tells you, hey, I slept with someone else. Like, I respect that, even though it's still upsetting. Right. But if you find out in another way, that's that's got to be super upsetting. Of course. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, I said that person still can still love you and then act out. Yeah. I'm not saying it's okay, though. True. Right? true. All right. That's you a know. good point. Good point. But, I mean, I think. I think people do things, yet they still love the person they're with. Yeah, and they they just that and, part of their body isn't fulfilled. They or that they need, or they feel like they need attention that. from something somebody yeah. else. They're they're they've lost that maybe initial attention that they used to get earlier in the relationship, or maybe something in the relationship just isn't has never been there. They need to find it. And maybe else. And, and maybe it's not the not that they're lacking something in the relationship. It's just that they haven't matured um in a way that they can continue a monogamous a monogamous relationship. Yeah. You know, just because they're seeking attention. Like, you know, it's good to get attention. it feels good to get a- attention from other people. And you can tell some people like it a lot more than others. Yeah. Right. And um you know, if if you if you never kind of get over that that hump where you you're like oh, I don't need that attention, my thank you, you know, but I don't need it, you know, then that's that could be a possibility, you know, in your relationship, right? Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it just yeah, relationships. The older you get, you're like, if I would have known that it was this convoluted, yeah, <laughs> I think I'd have stayed away. I think I'd have stayed on that couch. Yeah, man, that couch. Couch never gave me issues. A <laughs> couch was always there for me, you know, and never, yeah. never gave me any shit. Yeah, I think that's why people love dogs, man. You know, you get your dog, and you're for just sure. like, I can say whatever I want to this dog and be whoever I want to be, and I'm not going to get any shit back from it. It's no. just going to love me more. Right. Yeah. I see people who have dogs and it's like, fuck, man, you know? When I've had a dog growing up, it's true. You could just always go to your dog and be like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd do it with Kuna. Just chill with it and not hear anything. You're not hearing any opinion or even if it's something you need to hear. Sometimes you don't want to hear it. You just want to be there. Right. So it's cool. It's a nice feeling, man. Yeah. Well, another way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it it is interesting what a dog a dog uh, makes you feel, you know. Because sometimes I'll be like stressed, and I'll just get on the ground and wrestle and like play with Kuna, and just love on her, and she'll just let me kiss on her, you know, just and I'll just feel better. Yeah, she didn't say anything. She didn't problem solve my life for me, you know. No, she didn't. She didn't tell me that she supported me. No, she didn't. You know? She just let you be you, man. Yeah. Fucking great, Let me be man. a little dog. That's great. <laughs> man. Um, yeah, man, dude, I can't believe you haven't been in here. This is great, man. It's relaxing, I man. I like it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
It's a nice space. Now, um, what was a what was a movie that you talked about with Sean Penn that you saw? Oh, Flag Day. Flag Day. Yeah. Now, is he an ex vet? Like, is he a vet? Does it have anything to do with the military at all? No, he was born on Flag Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so. That, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He's it's a good movie, man. Do you think his daughter looks more like him or Robin Wright? Probably Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's blonde. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty, man. Hey, yeah, when I watched it, I was trying to like look at him and her in the scene and be like, where do I see him like facially in, in her looks? Yeah. It's hard to see just because she just has that, The she just looks more like her mom and you know, yeah. she's a woman. Right. So it's easier to identify with the woman than the, the man. That's true. Not that you, you know, I, I have friends and I'm like, you look a lot like your dad. And that's always, that can be strange. I, I've yep. had, you know, if you have a girlfriend that looks like their dad, it's okay. But it is a little bit like, I don't know. You're thinking about their, you're doing, you're having sex with your girlfriend and you look at their face and you think of their dad. If you're a straight man, I don't know. There's weird, you get mixed feelings about that. I do. <laughs> you do? do? What do you mean? Courtney's got a lot of physical characteristics <laughs> that, of her father. Oh, God. Yeah. I just stepped on a landmine, and, uh, dude. And you're like, yeah, I've always loved your legs. And then you are and then you see a picture of her dad when he was in his 30s. <laughs> With the same legs? The same legs. <laughs> and you're like, damn, I like your dad's legs. <laughs> like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And then like... Uh, that's fucking hilarious. Like lips. Man. I think she's got the same lips. <laughs> yeah. Got that same little like dimple when they smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. You just got to be okay with it, but it's it. Part of you is like, damn, like, am I gay? Yeah, am I gay? Is that gay? Is it gay to like a girl who looks like a man? Yeah, no, like it's like like. But like, does this mean I'm down, attracted to? Right. Are you attracted to her dad then? Right. <laughs> For a you're straight asking me man, personally. For a, for a straight man, right? That's a question where you're like, "Oh man, you, you know? have to." You like, you find yourself asking yourself that yeah. question. You just got to go through it in your head. That's yeah. okay either way. Whatever the answer is, it's fine. But yeah. it's something you do think about. Like, yeah. Like that's, there's so many things I think as humans we think about that we don't we don't come out and say, but of course we're thinking of it. You know, yeah. we're all thinking of it. If yeah. if I've thought of it, there's probably a ton of like I think as humans we think I think something and I can't let anybody know because it's so weird. But the times I've said those things out loud, people are like, "Oh my god, I've, I've said the same I've thought the same thing." So yeah. most thoughts you have, people everyone has those thoughts, which yep. is nice to know. Yeah, it is. Um because most of us think it's the opposite, and yeah. then it's like, no, dude, we all have fucked up thoughts going in and out of right. It's more like what you, as long as you just keep them thoughts and you move along. Like when you start acting on fucked up thoughts, then it's like, all right, man, like you, you're gonna have some problems down the road. Right. Yeah, and I feel like you can have those conversations more with your own sex. Yeah, you know what I mean for sure. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, am I thinking this? Yeah. And then you bring it up to your girlfriend, you're like, yeah, not a good move. Yeah, because it's more, move. like, it's totally right, like you yeah. said. It's it's more same-sex Yeah, that have the similar thoughts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all can look at the opposite sex and probably think, like, oh, they're like this or they're like that, but we don't know their actual thought process. But no. when you talk to a man about, like, like we were talking before, masturbation, yeah, most guys, if you talk to them about that, they all have similar strange stories that you're all like oh my god i can't believe you did that or that was the oh i've done something like that but it's different right yeah talk to a woman about it and she's like i've never done that shit or and you're disgusting how could you even think that yeah it's like well got different hormones right and hopefully they don't judge you but sometimes they're maybe that changes the way they think about you forever and you're like fuck i shouldn't have right shouldn't have said that and and that, that to myself courtney and i talk about that a lot it's like you know we we try to keep our relationship as as honest as we can be, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's harder for me. You know, I think it's always harder for the man in the relationship to be more honest. Yeah. Because we're you know we're puberty just puts our brain in a blender. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's like a lot of women aren't equipped with the reality of what men actually think. You know what I mean? It's like they get into a relationship thinking, oh, he, he loves me unconditionally and he's going to be there to support me. And then we're just going to get along. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that, that could be true too. But like, there's great. a lot, there's a lot to your, to your man that like, you haven't even thought of, yeah. You know, just because you're a woman, you know, just like True. there's a lot to a woman that a man hasn't thought of until he gets into it, and he's just like, "Oh God, what is she doing? Why is she doing this? Yeah, why is the house so clean? Right? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> and I can't find anything that I own. Yeah, it's been packed away in boxes. Well, I mean, when you date a girl, and but you don't live with her, it's pretty. You really don't find you don't know her fully until you live with, yeah. with a woman. You don't really know anything unless you've had sisters. Right. But if you've if you're a man who's just had brothers or you're an only child, like even though you've lived with your mom, you know, it's far their mom is kind of different than having a sister or a girlfriend or a wife. Once you once you live with them, it's like, all right, man, this is really I didn't know any of this. Right. I didn't know this is how you had to be around like yeah. I feel like that should Having be talked about. Having a girlfriend's easy without living with her. Right. You see her, you guys go on a date, you get dinner, watch a movie, whatever it is. Go home. Make out. By you yourself. Do your thing, and you by yourself. Jump but, on your couch. But when she's coming back with you after all that, you know. Yeah. It's a whole new thing, man. It is. I just wish people, people would talk about that more, you yeah. know? Because like, did you ever hear anybody talk about what a relationship really was? No. Or you're hearing it from like some coach at school and he doesn't know shit either. Yeah, exactly. He's giving you the worst advice ever. Yeah. And then like <laughs> what from adults you usually hear, oh, you getting married? Okay. I'll get ready for it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, get ready, ready for, for ready what, for what, dude? Yeah. Ah, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. That's that's what you get. Thanks, man. I'm and you're like, not ready for it. And you're like, well, I'm not. <laughs> I always thought, like, well, I'm not going to have that relationship. That's funny. I didn't even know what that relationship was. Yeah. I just knew that the person saying that, I was like, I can't get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost, they it's almost like they want you to find out the hard way. Yeah, it's like, why? It's like, you'll see, man. Yeah, well, I had to do it. I good, got into this luck. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. It really is like a good luck. It's like a challenge slash just like good luck. Like, Oh, you think you can handle it? See how you too. do. Yeah. Kind of like that guy on the hike the other day when he saw my sandals. Ah, oh, sandals. Like, yeah, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, you're just like, damn, man. And he and he said it like Why'd he was kind of do that. He, he was kind of out of breath, like, ah, good for you. Yeah, it's like, what do you, what do you, how did you take that? What do you, what did that good for me, good for you mean to you? What did that mean? Um, yeah, like, what was he saying? I thought to he, you, to you, to to me, he Forget was kind of what he thought. He was kind of like in his forties, like late forties, probably mm -hmm. early fifties, and it was it was almost kind of like him saying, "I've been there too, trying to do new stuff." Good for you, like saying, like see how that works for you, yeah, kinda? like yeah. Oh, you're trying something new. Everybody does that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Kind of think you're on to something, huh? Mm, okay. Yeah. He was, but, uh, he was throwing a shot at you. Yeah, he was, for yeah. sure. And I never, I, I felt like that was like a burn, for sure. Like he, you know. Yeah. That was some shade. But I, what do you I say laughed back? What can you say so back hard. to that? I mean, you can go get I angry, laughed. but you just got to laugh. I laughed. You're on the trail. Because I was with Brett. Yeah and, we, yeah. and he just, he died out laughing. I was <laughs> laughing. I was like, oh my God, dude. He. He burned me so hard, and he just kept walking. Those little trail, those little words, yeah, one little or two jabs, words can fucking end your life. <laughs> It'd be like, all right, where's that suicide mountain now? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's got to go. be around here somewhere. Maybe, maybe I'll make a new suicide mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just rename Malibu yeah. Mountain, Lego Mountain. You make a video, it's like, I'm ending my life because of one <laughs> sentence. From a guy about my sandals. <laughs> Throwing a shot out at me. Yeah. People don't know, man. Sometimes that one thing can be devastating. 
Yeah. Real devastating. <laughs> Depending on, you know, hey, you're going on a hike, you're trying to de-stress, you know, you're like, hey, man, I'm going to wear my sandals today. Yeah. Kind of get out of my shoes, feel, you know, feel like yeah. connected to the earth a little bit, and then you see this guy. And you, you're like, no one else, no one's even going to, who says anything about anybody's clothing on a hike? Like, I'm not going to have a conversation with people. I can care what you're wearing. Just keep looking ahead. I can walk naked if you want in the, the woods. I don't care. You're in the woods. Yeah. It's part of going out there so you don't get judged by anything. Right. You're around all these trees that don't give a fuck either and right. plants and animals that aren't saying anything back. And then you got Joe Schmo saying, saying something about your sandals, man. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. But, well, dude, we did an hour. Yeah. That was fun. Nice, man. You like the mic? It's great. Sounds good in the headphones, right? Yeah. Sounds good, man. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, what? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Banana bread! <laughs> <laughs>